Hi, this is The Gathering Church in Windsor, Ontario, and I'm Pastor Garth Lino. Welcome to our podcast. At the, um, the scenes depicting the crucifixion were pretty vivid. My son was just a little guy, and he was perched on my lap as we watched the movie together. And we were both highly, highly engaged in this movie. As the drama swelled and we got closer and closer to that scene where the soldiers nailed Jesus to the cross, I could feel his body stiffen. And after that horrible scene was over, Nathan turned to look at me with tears in his eyes and he said, Daddy, Why did Jesus have to die? Why did Jesus have to die? I can't remember how I answered him that day. But if he were to ask me the same question today, I would say, Nathan, Jesus had to die so that he could become a ransom for many. Jesus died to become a ransom for many. It says so right in Mark chapter 10. The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Read it with me, the next phrase. And to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus gave his life willingly and eagerly as a ransom. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We're separated from God because of our sin and our rebellion and our hostility toward God. That separates us from Him. So we need, we need a rescuer. We, we need a Savior. And Jesus gave His life as payment for our sin. And because of His death on the cross, Romans 8 says, there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. Did you hear that? Because Jesus gave his life. And I would also say that Jesus died for the forgiveness of our sins. He died so that our sin could be forgiven. Ephesians 1 verse 7. In him, in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses. I'll never forget going to a conference quite a few years ago where the keynote speaker suggested that uh, modern-day preachers shouldn't talk so much about blood and sacrifice. It's not very appealing to the modern mind. I think I was in the wrong conference. (laughs) I think I was at the wrong place. Matthew 26, 28, Jesus himself said, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. No blood, no forgiveness. No cross, no redemption. Jesus went to the cross and shed his life-giving blood to pay the penalty for my sin and yours. And through his blood, through those who trust in him, those who trust in him through, through his blood, receive the forgiveness of sin. Forgiven! Who doesn't like to hear the words, you're forgiven? I mean, when you blow it, you know you blow it, you make apology. It's just nice to hear, I forgive you. (laughs) And 
Jesus does that. I forgive you. Psalm 103 verse 12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. When does east meet west? Never! When you get to west, it, it, east is still that far away, and west is still further ahead. They, they don't meet. We will never, ever hear or see the sins of ours that have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus. We're done. As far as east is from west, done. Thirdly, I would say, well, Nathan, Jesus had to die in order to become a sympathetic and helpful Savior. Jesus died to become a sympathetic and helpful Savior. We go to passages like Hebrews 4.14. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Verse 16 goes on to say, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Oh, this has got to be my favorite passage in all the book of Hebrews. I love this passage. It reminds us that Jesus died in order to pass through the heavens and take up his seat of authority at the right hand of God the Father. The scripture says, from where he prays for us, he makes intercession for us every single day. Praise God. And we hold fast our confession. That's what Hebrews says. We hold fast our confession because Jesus holds fast on us. The only way we can hang on is because he's hanging on to us. He's sympathetic and kind-hearted. He's, he's concerned and he's supportive. And he will never, ever let you go. Yeah, thank you, Lord. So... With confidence, then, with confidence, let's draw near and find mercy and grace to help us in that throne room of Jesus. Furthermore, Jesus died to empower us to live by faith. Have a look at Galatians 2.20, where Paul says, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, there's an explicit paradox in this verse. If you've read it a thousand times, it it might not be fresh in your mind, but there's there's a paradox in this verse. I've been crucified, yet I live. Okay, well, which is it? I mean, you, you nobody that was ever crucified came home for dinner. So are you crucified or are you alive? Are you dead and crucified or are you alive and breathing? What is this supposed to mean? You've got to be one or the other. It means that when we turn from our sins, when we repent of our sins, when we trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation, the old man dies and the new man comes alive. That's what that means. It means the old man, the old nature, the flesh, the sarcos, the, the, the old nature dies, and the new man, the new nature, the new self, the spiritual person comes to life. That's what that means. And, and, and the, the, the issue is that if Jesus didn't die, if Jesus hadn't died, 
the old sinful, rebellious, selfish old man who would still be ruling your life and mine. So Jesus had to hang on the cross. He had to die in order for us to live by faith. So you know when that, that terrible scene unfolded in that movie, and by terrible, you know what I mean. Just awful to think about our Savior having to be nailed to the cross. It's awful. Even my four-year-old son was gripped by the tragedy of it. And that scene was over, and he said, Daddy, why did Jesus have to die? I should have said, well, he had to die to become a ransom for us. He had to die in order for our sins to be forgiven. He had to die so that he could become fully become the sympathetic and helpful high priest and also to enable us to live by faith. That's what I should have said. And I could have added and should add today that Jesus died to gain his joy and ours. Now, what are you talking about? I can almost hear the wheels going. Jesus died to gain his joy and ours. Just look at this verse from Hebrews 12. For the joy that was set before him. For the joy that was set before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. For the joy that was set before... What joy was set before Jesus when he went to the cross? What joy was he looking forward to? He was looking forward to a reunion with his heavenly Father. He was looking forward to the restoration of all the heavenly glory, some of which he had to set aside when he came to earth. He was looking forward to the multitude of praise from millions and millions of people who would be redeemed by his blood. He was looking forward to all of that. And that was the joy with which he went to the cross and he endured the scorning and the shame of the cross for the joy that he knew was ahead. And before he died, okay, it gets even better. Before he died, he made this connection between his joy and ours. Look at verse uh, 11 of John chapter 15. This is Jesus speaking. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. What? What? Jesus wanted his joy to be in us and for our joy to be full. He knew what his joy was going to be. He, he knew what was ahead of him for the joy that was set before him. He knew what was coming. But he said, my joy, this same joy, this great joy, this supernatural otherworldly, cosmic joy that Jesus had is the same joy that he gives us. My joy will be in you. We who have trusted in him will rejoice with as much of the joy of Jesus as finite creatures can experience. Do you want me to say that one more time? Yeah. We who have trusted in Jesus 
will rejoice with as much of the joy of Jesus as finite creatures can possibly experience in the human realm. That's mind-boggling to me. But the road will be hard. The road will be hard. It was for Jesus. It'll be hard for us. John 16, 33. In the world, you will have tribulation. He also said in Luke chapter 21, some of you will be put to death. You'll be hated by all for my name's sake. Wow. See, the road to joy for Jesus included the cross. For the joy set before him. It was on the other side of the cross. My friends, I think that some of the joy that you've been waiting for and looking for is just on the other side of that cross that he's asking you to bear for now. It's coming, and your joy will be full. Promise of God. Jesus endured the cross because of the joy that was ahead of him. The road that leads to joy is often paved with suffering, but it's worth it. It's worth it. His joy and ours were acquired at the cross. And today I would say Jesus had to hang on the cross so that his joy could be full and ours as well. My son is much too big to sit on my lap anymore. But that day, that day when we watched that Easter movie in Medicine Hat, Alberta, in our little church, I'll never forget him whipping his head around in tears, forming in his eyes. Daddy, why did Jesus have to die? I really didn't know what to say in that moment. But today I would say Jesus had to die. He had to hang on that cross. And I would give him at least five good reasons. Maybe more. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we thank you for the incredible, meaningful sacrifice that you made for us. And we've seen again this morning that the cross was essential. It was absolutely crucial in the sovereign plan of God to provide salvation for us by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And we give thanks to you for all of that. In Jesus' name, amen.